Lions, prepare for multi-ball. Hello, and welcome to Pinball Nerds Podcast, coming all the way from River Hibbert, Nova Scotia, to the holes in the side of your head, introducing your host, Albert Albert. That's me. Take it away. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 315 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and I am so stoked. Christmas came early. Many, many years ago, or at least so it seems, I sent a Facebook request to Mr. Keith Elowin. Now, it was probably a little weird at the time, because I think I only had a, a couple podcasts under my belt. It was probably almost a year ago. I guess it wouldn't have been years ago, but it felt like years ago. And then I met him at the uh, Dead Flip After Party at Tenpenny at Pemberg and got to have a shot with him, actually. Thanks, Jack Danger, for that. I got to also, uh, you know, chat with him for a little. It's not like we're, we weren't, like, besties. We didn't, like, party all night or anything like that. But I got to chat with him for a little, fanboyed a little at the start. Then my nerves calmed down a little and got to actually shoot the shots with him for a bit. And that was really cool. But the one thing I should have said is, oh, by the way, I think I did introduce myself. I should have said, I'm Albert Agar, like... That Albert Agar guy who has sent you a friend request like 15 times on Facebook. And I sent you a long message talking about how I've given you 100 shout outs in the, po- in the podcast and how Jurassic Park's like my favorite game of all time. And like and before that, Iron Maiden was my favorite game of last year. And I absolutely love the shots and the rules. And you killed it for your, your, your rookie one. And then your sophomore, you killed it. And I can't wait for your next. Anyways, I fanboyed out a lot. But uh, I sent him another friend request a while ago and I just put an up arrow to all the other things I had already said. I didn't actually write a word in there. And then today, ah, the, 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 the clouds departed and the sun shone down on me and the pinball God said, let Albert be friends with Keith Elowin. And that's right. My favorite pinball designer of all time. My favorite pinball player of all time. Uh, my favorite Stern employee of all time. Um, I don't know. I don't know else what else to say. Uh, you know, other than probably my wife, my kids, and maybe my dog Luna Elowin. Keith Elowin's like one of my what? He's up there. He's one of my favorite people on the planet, and I'm very stoked that he did accept my friend request. That means he saw my message. Now I probably scared him off because actually I wasn't going on there to see if he accepted my friend request. I was going on there because Keith Elowin was the last person on my list of sixty people who needed an invitation to get their Pinball Nerds podcast trading card. So I had the list of questions and everything. I'm like, great, we just became friends. I should have like just not fanboyed out and let it go for a bit. But the only way I could possibly give Keith the opportunity, he probably doesn't even want a Pinball Nerds trading card. He probably has never even heard the show. But I had to give him the opportunity because I named him on the show. Um, And like Mr. Raymond Davidson, I never thought he'd get back to me. He got back to me right away. Thank you, Raymond. I really appreciate that. Um, I sent out invites to I know Jack Danger today. If I don't hear back from him right away, that's uh, totally expected because, as many of you know, uh, Jack Danger recently got an operation uh, that uh, um, I I think they were – weren't they talking about that on another podcast in in deep detail? Um, Anyways – yeah, about getting getting snipped, so he's no longer going to have junior dangers running around. Well, not not more junior dangers, most likely. It's not 100%, Jack, so still be careful. Um, it's like 99.99, right? So, you know, one in a thousand could still be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is 100% in some guys and not 100% in other guys. But, yeah, I still have to be careful. 
that's what I hear anyways. I've never had any surgery of any type on anything. So uh, knock on wood. Let's uh, hope that keeps going. But Jack, good luck. I saw him resting with a, a bag of peas in his crotch. And yes, that's the number one way to help fix, uh, you know, down there any pain, right? So good luck. And Jack, if you don't write back to me today, I totally understand. But I hope Jack gets back to me. I'd love to give him a card. I don't know if for Jack or Keith or even with Tim Sexton, uh, if that's going to conflict with Stern, I, I assume Stern, Stern wouldn't mind them getting free advertising and free cards sent out to, I'm hoping to send uh, cards out to, if I have enough promo cards, if I don't send out, I'm going to send the remainder of set one out to different leagues as prizes and different pinball groups and tournaments as prizes and stuff like that. And hopefully people will get excited about it. I'm excited about it. I'll tell you that. The other thing I'm excited about is Rick and Morty. Oh my God. Rick and Morty pinball sold out yesterday in four hours. And that's all I'm going to say about it right now, because I personally know someone who got one and got to talk to them and get their experience on it. And I want to talk about that soon, but that's going to be in the next episode for today. I'm just letting you know how stoked I was that Christmas came early. Also got a little bit of good financial news today, which was super awesome. Have been waiting to hear back on something and, and that came through and it's not a huge amount uh, it's probably for about half a thousand dollars, which I noticed some people would be nothing, but like literally that's more than our entire family spends on all of our Christmas gifts for anyone. We're sort of minimalist. Anyone who know us, um, we do go get a tree. We did, we did go on a fun hike and we did, don't worry. I didn't get eaten by coyotes. I did go actually get a tree with the fam. That was really fun. We went for a hike. Um, but I wanted to do this episode, uh, just to say thanks to Keith Ellen for accepting my friend request and probably equally as important, maybe more important to the listeners, but maybe not as important to me. But I wanted to give you guys an update on how the Pinball Nerds podcast trading cards are going. So I had told everyone that I would try my very best to have them out for Christmas. So here's the good news, bad news on that. The good news is, as long as I can get them to the printers by Saturday morning or get them emailed to my printers, I should have them. Whether or not I can actually get them to people's houses for Christmas morning, I don't know. The thing is, there will be no option to actually like order and request any until then because I didn't understand how Patreon works. So part of the reason why I'm doing this is because I always wanted my own trading card. And part of the reason why I'm doing and I, I was a big card collector for years. I even went to shows and sold my cards at shows because um, I had such a large collection at, at one point, primarily... I would say to go in order, it was hockey cards, baseball cards, basketball cards, then football. Believe it or not, I had NASCAR cars, cards. I had Desert Storm. You name it, I had it. Garbage Pail Kids. Remember those? I loved Garbage Pail Kids. There's actually, maybe I shouldn't say it because I don't want you to go buy it up for me. But now that i got this little extra money coming in, I may beg my wife to get me a pack of cards to open Christmas morning besides Pim Nerd Podcast Trading Cards. I'm going to ask her to give me some Garbage Pail Kids cards off Etsy. But let's get back to the Pimmel Nerds trading cards. Here's the thing. They're going to be done, but there's no way that if you're not one of the people who, unfortunately, if you are not one of the people who was asked to get a card, you 100% will not be getting your cards for Christmas. If you're someone who was asked to, I'm hoping as long as the printers can get them done in time, as long as we can get them chopped, I will pay to have them perulated. So what's happening, if you're someone who lives in London, Ontario, who about half my cards are for, if not more, or, sorry, southwestern Ontario... I am shipping all of the cards to Julie Dorsers, who's the tournament director of Monday Night Pinball, and she's going to give them out to everyone. She's also on the executive committee um, 
for Lopple. So she's going to give them out to everyone from Monday Night Pinball and everyone from Lopple. If you're people who I get to see at Pinburg, my Pinburg peeps, I would like to just give them to you in person. If you really, really, really want to get your nine free cards early, that's cool. That's all right. You can message me and I'll figure out a way to ship it to you. But if you're like, cool, just waiting. Or if you live in a central location and there's four or five of you that I can ship to, that makes it easier. There's certain people like Neil McRae. Happy birthday to Neil McRae, by the way. There's certain people like Neil McRae that live in the UK. He's the only, our only UK person. And uh, Mr. Marty Robbins from Head to Head Pinball. If he wants his, basically, he, you know, I'm, I'm either, I would prefer to give it to him at Pinburg, but if not, I'll probably ask him to pick shipping to get them there. Um, I haven't even heard back from Marty. I've never messaged Marty before, even though I got to meet him at Pimberg and grab a quick picture with him. Uh, you know, whether or not, uh, he wants to even have a Pimball Nerds trading card. Some people just don't want a card. And, and funny enough, I thought a lot of the big named people that I would message would not get back to me. No, almost all of them have. Um, even Ken from uh, special and lit. I know he's, uh, uh, already got back to me, which is great. Um, even Bill and Steve Beatty. So that'll be awesome. I'll get the whole special and lit crew. I'm glad I didn't just have to have one or the other. I'm glad I get to have all three of them. So that's super rad. Um, and I know Steve's not on the podcast, every podcast, but he is on every Monday night pinball stream with, uh, with them on the flipping out channel. Of course, Zach many, I sent a message. Haven't heard back from yet from Zach, but I can't see Zach turning down an opportunity to advertise for flipping out. Right. Um, I'm sure he'll get a flipping out answer in there somewhere. in one of the questions, um, Anyways, really excited about that. They're going to look professional because of where they're getting printed. Uh, the cards are going to be more retro style, just like the very first uh, baseball cards that came out. They're not going to have a back on them for now. That's mostly a cost thing. Um, the I'm able to get the cost down to just under because of the, I'm getting a larger sheet done now, a much larger sheet, and it's not being printed in-house. I've got the cost down to like 30-something-odd cents per card. That doesn't include my time. That doesn't include my energy. That doesn't include my awesome wife, Danielle. Shout out who's going to be chopping them all. Now she's been our label chopper for our other two companies forever, but the way that they're going to be turning around the cards on the sheet looks like it could be, uh, it's there. I wish they could just print them straight up and down is what I'm saying. Hopefully they will. We're, we're going to chat with them some more and hopefully that they'll be able to do that. But the way that they do our other labels, it might be a little tricky with cards, but the good news is, is they're going to have a retro feel. They're going to have a, maybe not made in house feel. They're going to be a little more professional than that. We're going to pay the extra to get a nice sheen on the outside of them and stuff. Um, but the back's just going to be a mat and uh, you know, it's not going to be necessarily as thick as a professional trading card, but as someone who's actually held on to and touched like retro cards, like the forties and fifties ones, um, it's going to be a, a higher quality than that. It's going to look nicer than that. And Hey, if it was good enough for Joe DiMaggio or shoeless Joe Jackson, why shouldn't it be good enough for me? Right. Um, or I was going to say Ken Griffey Jr., but he's like totally eighties cars looked awesome by then. Why was I thinking of him? Uh, Sammy Sosa. I don't know. I don't even, I'm just, now I'm just saying random Roberto Alomar taste a punch. Now I'm just throwing out, uh, random, um, <laughs> baseballers, but I'm very, very, very excited. I also contacted uh, Crystal Gemmick from uh, the Riptide Pinball Podcast, Bumper to Bumper, and of course works with Marco, and a lot of you guys know her. Uh, I messaged her uh, an apology because she had uh, basically sent me a message about a week ago, and I totally forgot to get back to her. And then I was scrolling on Facebook this morning, wasting time before I started getting back to everyone else on the list I hadn't got back to yet, which thank you so much for your patience, because I'm sure if you're someone who heard your name announced on the podcast like a week ago, 
or a week and a half ago, whenever I did that podcast announcing the names, and you still hadn't got a message, you're like, yo, where's my questions for my custom card or me? Let's get it done. Um, anyways, uh, I forgot to message back Crystal, but I finally got back to her and I apologized for that. And I said, and by the way, here's an also an early Christmas present. Here's all the questions for your Pimble Nerds podcast trading card. I know she's busy working, Marco, so I wanted to distract her too much. I don't want her to throw the wrong flippers in your guys. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if she actually still does, does that. I think she was stocking and moving parts around for a bit, but I don't know what she does now. But anyways, unfortunately, she let me know because I said, I hope I'm not distracting you. And she let me know that she got a flat tire today and was stuck at the side of the road in the pouring rain. So, Crystal, I hope the rest of your day goes better. And like I said, tomorrow probably can't be any worse, right? So... Crystal was having a bit of a not not super rad day, and it happens to all of us, and it, it happened to me a couple times in the last month when my heart's house started breaking down. So my heart goes out to you, Crystal. I know where you're coming from. I mean, I don't exactly know. Uh, Crystal and I both had something in common this year. We both moved across the country and basically had to try to make new friends, and that is a challenge, right? Um, a lot of the people around here are more so into hunting and fishing. I love the outdoors. I like hiking. Um... I'm actually possibly going to be uh, getting a bow in the future and maybe looking into doing some some target shooting. I used to have a compound bow when I was younger. So it's not that I'm not into that stuff. I certainly love wilderness and I do want to start fishing again. I used to do that. I, mean, I am going to get 100% going to start fishing again because there is some uh, really great fishing spots around here with very tasty. And let's be honest, if you can if you can bring home a nice fish and you're not like you're not hurting the fish and you're not, it's not hurting the ecology. It's not a fish that's, you know, rare or something like that. Um, you're saving some money right there and it's fun. So those are the, and I also want to teach my sons that a little bit more. I brought them fishing in London four or five times, like at the local pond there. And we caught like a six, a six inch smallmouth bass or a six inch, seven inch sunfish or something, but it's not the same. So anyways, we both had the struggle of moving across the country and trying to, uh, you know, meet a whole bunch of people. But I, like I was saying to her, have the added benefit of having, you know, my whole family here with me. And really that's my three best friends. My wife and my kids are literally my best friends. I spend more time with them. And, and I did even before I moved, I know you're saying like, Oh, you're, you're a Nova Scotia now. You don't have any choice. No, like even my best buddy, Matt McGoffin, um, who, uh, Melvis, who thank you very much, Melvis, for being on the Rick and Morty show. If you guys haven't listened to that, uh, the Rick and Morty announcement show, go listen to that because Matt talked about a lot of things he wanted to see, including some squatching in the game. And, but we're going to get back to talking about Rick and Morty in the next episode. For this episode, this is just an update on the cards and a thank you to Keith Elwin. And, uh, I, and, and Crystal, I hope the rest of your day goes better for God's sake. Jeez. Um, but both of us have, have, you know, kind of moved across the country. And so we had that in common and it is tough. I know another person as well who got back to me. They're going to, he's going to be getting, giving me his answers for the Pimmel Nerds podcast trading card. Very excited. Also get to announce Mr. Steve Bowden and Mr. Fun with bonus is going to get a Pimmel Nerds podcast trading card. He hasn't sent me his answers, but he said it was really cool. And when he gets a chance, he's going to fill them all out. And I said, dude, between deep root and fun with bonus and, um, you know, being one of the top competitive pinball players on the planet, you take your time. You're like a hundred times more busy than me. And frankly, I have like, I think we've done 12 cards now. <laughs> so, but again, that's something I can work on now because my house stopped breaking down for a little bit. I don't actually have to go on the roof and put on tiles today. And, uh, yeah, don't break down anymore. House. That'd be super awesome. No, it, it's just funny because I was trying to work on these cards and like I had water leaking and then I had more water leaking from my chimney in the basement and then I didn't know if it was coming in through the chimney or if it was coming in because it was getting in through the roof then attaching to the chimney because that's a low spot and then coming down through there and anyways 
I hope to God that I don't have any more of those issues with this house because I don't want to say that it's a lemon. We knew it was an old farmhouse when we moved in here, but like I thought like once a year you'd have to replace us, you know, something with your septic. And then once a year you'd have to do like, you know, a new roof. And then once a year, I didn't think it would all kind of, that's how the cookie crumbles. I didn't think it would all crumble at once. Right. Uh, anyways, um, a lot of great people got back to me today and thank you for everyone for responding. And if you don't respond because A, you're too busy or B, you could give a shat's less. Cool. That's all right. There's lots of people who want cards and frankly, it saves me money. And also for every single person who doesn't write me back and get a card or want a card, that means that I can print out more of the other cards because that will, because I only have a finite of money to spend on this. And I only think a finite amount will sell. Um, now much like garbage pail kids are going for like, some of them were up to like 20, 30 bucks for one, just like they would have been like a dollar 99 or even 99 cents back in the day for these cards. We're not talking back in the forties or fifties. This is back in the like, what, mid eighties, all the way to like almost the two thousands, I think. And they actually, I just saw them actually, um, at the Bolorama in Moncton. They have them as a reward for like, you know, those car, the coin op things you get. And then they have the, the credit tokens that you get and you can win the stuff. Yeah. So next time I'm getting a pack of those for my, myself. I can't even believe they still exist. Um, but just like those cards now are going for 20 or 30, do I think that will happen to Pill Monitor's podcast trading cards? Probably not. But by the time that I come out with second edition, if I do have like 20 packs left or like two box sets left and I bring those to Pinburg, I'm pretty sure I could give them away as promotion or a couple people might even like them enough to buy me a beer. Because I'm not letting anyone pay for them at Pemberg. You can either buy me a beer, get me some tacos, a burger from Five Guys and Fries, uh, take me for a walk for fresh air, something, some way. Do the show. If you do the show, you automatically get, uh, of course, your own card. So you know what I mean? Uh, it's not something that I want to make a lot of money on. Here's what I want to do is I want to break even on the cost of the cards and and maybe have like the, the you know enough profit left to slowly pay for this uh, snowball blue microphone I'm talking to you through. You know what I mean? Like even if I took a pack per, a dollar per pack that cards are sell, this, this microphone would be paid off in, you know, then. And once I get this paid off, I can look at getting a better microphone for the show. Um, because I know a couple of my guests have said that they didn't love the audio quality and I apologize. Uh, I am not sitting here with a thousand dollars set up. I've got a hundred dollars speaker and I'm talking into, a laptop and that's that's what it comes down to but uh like i've always said this is more like a blog and i do this as much for me as for anyone else um i have had anchor now bothering me for the better portion of six months almost every time i go on here they say click here to record your advertising payment segment now i would not have missed out on much but i saw that the first quarter of last year i would have missed out on 28 dollars, and i'm like that's nothing but then I started to pick up some traction with the show, especially getting on to, you know, doing Pemberg and qualifying for A Division, which is still my most listened to episode, which just shocks me. You'd think my most listened to episode would be like when I interviewed Jack Danger or Mrs. Pin or, you know, Jeff Parsons of the Pinball Players podcast or Crystal even from the Riptide podcast, right? But no, it's just me driving in a freaking car, talking like a spaz about qualifying for A Division at Pemberg and how rad it was. But you know what? People... People quite often say that they love how passionate I am about pinball. They like how genuine I am. They don't often necessarily say, wow, Albert, your interviewing skills are incredible. And the way that you just get all those pinball designers, i.e. I've had none on in 315 shows. Um, and by the way, if you're listening to this, Keith Elwin, or any other pinball designer, and you'd like to be on the show, please message me. Now, if you're Pat Lawler, 
I don't know if he listens to any pinball podcasts. I don't know. I think he's, he might be too old school for that. I'm not sure. But if you're Pat Lawler, I'm sorry for what I said about the music on Wonka. I'm sorry. I was rude and mean. But I know you didn't design the music in Pat. You heard me say I like the shots, buddy. I like the shots. I like the artwork. I like the look. I like the feel. Uh, the playfield art, the gobstopper. I think it's a cool game. Obviously, I wish it was a little more mode-based because that's just my thing. But still love you, Pat. Still love you. You're still you're still in there. You can, you're more than welcome to come on the show, Pat, because I'm sure he's listening and waiting to be asked to be on the show. But um, what else did I want to say? Oh, I want to give a shout-out to Soul. I'm just going to call her Soul because her entire name is very hard to pronounce. Um, but Soul is uh, married to... Mr. David Dennis, who's most recently uh, co-hosted TWIP a couple weeks ago, and also a co-player with me in the Funny O Flippers. Uh, also, hopefully going to be uh, co-hosting the show, coming on to do a chat with me on the show, and doing a live stream of his Tron in January, most likely. He's heading out to Florida tomorrow. Have a great trip, David Dennis. But his wife was with me at the last Funny O Flippers in Moncton. And she ended up getting second. Like, she destroyed everybody. And I looked on IFPA. It's literally her second tournament. Unless she played one tournament three years ago somewhere and it's not on IFPA. You know what I mean? But more than likely, it's, like, her second big real tournament. So, congratulations. She did great. She was very humble, very kind, very funny. David, good job. You, you scored a... Uh, uh, a wonderful partner who will not only be supportive of your, your pinball habit, but also will come out and play with you. And um, that's really cool. And and not only that, she did seem very like, my wife will come and she enjoys playing, but she's never got like really passionate about it. And like, oh, I can't wait to go to this tournament. And uh, Soul seemed really, really, really uh, excited to be there. And, and even more excited to get second. She took home some money that probably paid for Davis... Uh, David and hers gas on the way home or something, or maybe a nice meal they went out that night. So congratulations on getting second. Um, but unfortunately, that puts her into 17th place for New Brunswick. And what that means is that uh, she will not be able to go to the provincials because this guy over Albert is 14th, which means if I had moved to the province, I would have bumped her. Now I'm hoping fingers crossed for you that one of these people can't go, which would mean that she could go in that case. That would be really rad because she would, uh, you know, get to go and have only played like the two tournaments there, I think, which is awesome, which is, I mean, that was the same as me, but uh, uh, I somehow managed to get in with two. Of course, I'm placed very, very, very low. Like at 14th, I'm going to have to probably be playing, you know, the guy ranked in third. And all the guys in the top five are incredible players. So uh, I don't know. I might not get out of the top round. But next year, Fundio Flippers, you listen to me. I'm coming for you. I'm going for one of those top five spots. I, I would like fifth. I would think I could. I, I looked at them. They're really good players. They know those machines more than me. Some of them can get close. You know, I'm not, I don't even live in that province. But it's only about an hour to Moncton, two and a half hours to Fredericton, and maybe three hours to St. John. So I can get there. I will get there. I will be playing in those tournaments. I'm excited to do that. David Dennis sent me back his questions. He's going to get a card. Um, and as I get to know more and more Fundio Flippers and East Coasters, they're going to get cards as well. Very, very, very excited to be out here on the East Coast and really appreciate everyone's hospitality, uh, especially um, Tom MacArthur, the tournament director, 
and uh, all the hard work he puts into to basically doing all the behind the scenes stuff. Him and his uh, uh, partner, June, do all of that. And I really appreciate all of their hard work on that. So um, I don't know how much of it June does. I know she comes to all the tournaments and seems to really be into pin, which is also awesome. Um, but I know that Tom works really hard on that. So I really appreciate that. Uh, and for that, Tom, that's right. You get a card, buddy. All right. I'm going to message Tom later. And then that's my last person I have to message to get a card. If for some reason you heard your name mentioned and I didn't, and I missed you, I apologize. If for some reason you would really like a pinball nerds trading card and we're friends, or you think you deserve one, please feel free to message me. No one's messaged me saying they want one yet, but I think that I tried to get most of the people that I needed to message to get a card. I think I did most of them. Um, yeah. So I think the cards are going to look really good. Um, we're just kind of fidgeting with the different styles we're going to use. Cause there's kind of sort of going to be like five sets within a set. There's going to be a London Ontario pinball league, Monday night pinball. Those are the two main leagues that I played in London. There's going to be people who have streamed with me, there's going to be people who have been my pin turns, and then there's going to be like a media, so like other pinball podcasters and such. Oh, by the way, I have to throw out an apology. I did not include Brody Even Talk Pinball, the, the Buffalo Pinball guys, in uh, the last episode, which has been very well received, by the way. Uh, I know Drew even got, got a hold of me and said thank you so much from the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast uh, for, for their mentions at the Nerdies, the first annual Nerdies. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, that's not supposed to be like, a, uh, it's not, it wasn't meant to be like a slant at all on the Twippies or anything like that. If anything, it just adds into it because I think the Twippies, it's good that the Twippies are about all things pinball, not just podcasting, but I know that some of the podcasts, you know, there's more room for more recognize, recognition of these people who are barely getting paid a penny. If, if, if that are barely breaking even on all their supplies and yet putting in, you know, sometimes 5, 10, 15, maybe even up to 20 hours a week if you're one of those top pinball podcasts in there between doing research and talking to people and all that kind of stuff. So I just really, really, really want to thank all those pinball podcasters for doing that. Um, my dog is barking. No. What does that mean? Okay. there's Okay. We're okay. We're okay. There's just some ravens on the front lawn. Tuna, it's okay. I'll be down in a minute. Friggin' Luna Elowin, I love her, but she gets, you know, she's a pup. Puppies are like that. They get a little overzealous sometimes. Um, special and lit. Let me go on to Facebook here quickly. Special and lit, I believe it's December 23rd, but I don't want to say for sure. Special and lit is doing a charity auction. Um, special and lit pinball podcast. They're doing, a, it's like a, there's, I know they have an auction running, so make sure you like their Facebook page if you haven't. But all of the proceeds are going to Project Pinball, I'm pretty sure. Let me get on here and double check, triple check. And I think it's December 23rd. Make sure you've liked their Twitch channel. If you're someone who usually watches them on the Flippin' Out stream, of course, like them. That's Zach Many and Nicole Many's uh, streaming channel. But um, make sure... Okay, here it is. Here it is. Uh, this is the 24-hour streamathon. Wouldn't it be so great if they were actually able to match... Uh, if they were actually able to do this, they would like to put three pins in three children's hospitals. And I think this is such a cool, cool thing that they're doing. Um, I'm just trying to read here. Okay. So this is 24-hour streamathon. You can donate now. You don't have to wait. You can donate at paypal.me backslash special when lit charity. So don't type special when lit, but it's S-W-L charity. Um, 
donation goal of 24K, which is pretty high, but I, I think that they could do it. And this is Friday, December 20th. See, it's a good thing I checked. It's Friday, December 20th. Oh my God, that's in three days, guys. Okay, so excited for this. Friday, December 20th from 6 p.m. until Saturday, December 21st at 6 p.m. Guys, those are the worst hours. How am I going to stay up during all those hours? My goal was to stay up the whole 24 hours and be on there. I don't think it can happen now because I thought they were doing like a 9 a.m. till 9 a.m. thing. I could have made, maybe made it 9 a.m. till 9 p.m., but this is not about me. This is about the children. So it's so cool that these young kids going through such a tough time, obviously, if you're in a hospital, you know, you're dealing with a fairly serious illness, uh, and these kids dealing with such a tough time, um, they not only can have their day brightened by pinball, but then when they go to leave the hospital, that may be something that can come into their life later and really help them, you know, just be like a cool outlet for like it is for all of us pinball nerds in their future. So it, 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 it's benefiting pinball. It's, it's, it's benefiting the hospitals by giving them more entertainment. It's benefiting the children. It's just such an awesome thing. So make sure you mark your calendars. This is it this Friday. Let's double check. The 20th is this Friday at 6 p.m. It's going to be rad. I want you guys to be there. Until next time, pinball nerds, I'm going to be right back with another quick-hitting half-an-hour episode or less talking all about Rick and Morty. But I'm going to let you go with a little bit of Mannheim Steamroller Christmas. This album came out in 1984. My mom used to wake me up with it every single solitary Christmas morning on high at 6 a.m. to say, wake up and get your presents, Orby. Until next time, pinball nerds, remember to eat. Sleep and breathe. Deck the halls. Pinball Christmas.